Welcome to Arcade Attack. Player one, please press start. Gentlemen, start your engines. Player two has now entered the game. Player three, choose your weapon. Hello and welcome to another Arcade Attack podcast. Oh, my, yeah. my name is Keith and as always I'm here with Dylan. Hello. And Adrian. Hiya. And today we've decided to talk about Super Nintendo games. Oh, Ooh. Mario. Ooh, let's take... talk about, yeah. I liked a lot of SNES games there. There is. Well, not all of them. We're not going to talk about all of them. Um, yeah, let's, one let's long talk podcast. about Super Mario and Mario Kart because no one's ever... Talked about that. No, no one ever talks about Mario Kart. Oh, we could talk about Zelda. No one knows Zelda. Oh, Adrian would love that if we talk about Zelda all night. Oh, yeah. Um, And then we thought, no, don't do that. That would be boring. Everyone's done that. Yeah. So we thought we'd pick some slightly more obscure, maybe not unknown. I hate to use the phrase hidden gems, but like obscure SNES games. Slash hidden gems. Slash hidden gems. That we think you should check out for yourself. Yeah. And so Adrian's going to go first. Thank you. Um, about a year or so ago, I did a bit of a research project for Girl Arcade Attack, and I was trying to find the rarest SNES games. Oh. So it's available on the website. It's, 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 it's there somewhere in the top tens. And when I was doing a bit of research on these games, uh, there was a certain game that crept up often, saying, you know, here's another sort of rare game. If you, if, if, you know, it's quite obscure. Uh, it, you know, I'm not saying it's in the top ten, truthfully, but there's always a game... Uh, that, that often sort of, just sort of jumped out at me. I thought, this game sounds a bit interesting, quite original. And I was almost tempted to slip it into the top 10 because I thought I'll chuck it in there. But I, I did my research project properly, looked at the price, yeah. it didn't quite get in there. But this game was called The Firemen. Ooh. <laughs> now, there's certain, I, I think we all agree, guys, that there's certain topics we don't joke about on Arcade Attack. And fire is one. We don't joke about fire. Fire is no laughing matter. You no. must respect, respect the fire. fire. Mm-hmm. And if, if there's any way we can help promote fire safety, I think that's something we should take on board. Absolutely. Do you know what yes. I'm Now, the fireman is basically what it says in the tin. You control a fireman, and you your job is to actually put take out, 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 out fires. So it was released in 1994. Any ideas 
what game developer made it? What sort of software house? No. Sorry. H- Human Entertainment. Oh, okay. I like them. You know, they 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 made a few games. They were not the biggest development uh, group in the world, but they made The Fireman in 1994. Now, it was only released. I say only, but it was it was released in Europe, Australia, and Japan, not America. I thought they were. That's that interesting, yeah. It is a bit weird, isn't it? They love their fire service out there. I'm sure that you're there, and rightly so. They yeah. do a, a stellar job. But I reckon that's one reason why it's quite rare. People, not It wasn't well known across the pond in good old America. Um, it didn't sell very, very well. And like I said, human entertainment weren't ridiculously big and they eventually closed down in the year 2000. So no. it's a bit sad. Uh, the reason why I wanted to check out and talk about the firemen is... I just like original games. Mm. I like games that try something a bit different. Can you think of any other fireman games where you have to put out fires? No. no. There is one more on the SNES randomly, actually. Oh, I've heard about it. Oh, it's the... It, it's called the... You know this. Uh, incineration Factor. That's very, very close. Wow. That, it's not quite right. Almost there. It's What's the it ignition... Ignition Factor. Oh, ignition like Factor. So I it's like not, that. Can you imagine, like, the X Factor? It's like a band name or something. The, yeah, the Ignition Factor. Yeah. I, well, I talk about, the, I gave the Ignition Factor a quick play as well, but oh, the okay. Fireman is where I really want to focus today. Now, look, guys. I see, You know, when I was talking about Day of the Tentacle, that I love time travel stories or, or future stories when they're trying yeah. to predict the future. Look at this, guys. Like I said, released in 994... But this game is set in the year 2010. Ooh. I know. And um, <laughs> this is, I kid, I kid you not, the, the, the story is absolutely incredible. The, this is the opening line. The year is 2010. Civilization has progressed little in the last 20 years. Now, what's on? Exactly. <laughs> well done, human I could, entertainment. I could end, end this podcast now and say, well done, human entertainment. That is amazing, isn't it? It's, it's such a human comment as well. I think this when you make a video game, game and you're trying to plan maybe 20 years ahead, or I suppose mm. it's like 16 if you're going to be technical in this case, but they said 20 years, well, yeah. you could chuck loads of stuff, couldn't you? So oh, it's going to be like this, mm. and be flying cars, but no, they kept it quite simple. <laughs> they basically yeah. predicted that we would be useless. Yeah. <laughs> so what, fair play to them. Um, I, again, the story is really, really quite simple, but quite humble. You are... Uh, well, let, let me set the scene. There is a, a, a large fire breaks out in the middle of a Christmas party oh. at a chemical company, oh, Metrotech. Fire. So it's a big office. It's a huge office, lots of floors. Not an Akatomi. Sorry? <laughs> <laughs> so there's a big Christmas party going on, but unfortunately a fire has started. Can you imagine that? An office party, we're near to Christmas, people want to have a few drinks, have a good time. Well, look, what do you do when a big fire starts in a chemical uh, fact, uh, chemical company. Uh, run. Run away. Well, uh, in a, if the fire starts in a chemical factory, I'm getting the hell out of there. Well, look... If it, I'm a fireman, it, I'm definitely getting the hell out of well, Christmas party. Well, luckily for you, country. and if you're stuck in that office, lucky for you, there's two firemen to two. the rescue. Just two. Well, actually, no. In the game, there's others involved. We don't oh, really good. see what they do. Okay, They're on the sort of telephone, sort of radio. But, but really, the, the, the two main firemen is good old Pete and Daniel. Pete and Daniel. Daniel. Not Peter. Pete, Daniel and Walton. Not Peter and Dan. Pete and Daniel. Pete and Daniel. <laughs> yeah, not, not Peter and Dan or whatever. And, and oh, I like, I like Pete. He's, he's, an old, <laughs> he's an old fella. He's, he's obviously a respected fireman. He's got a great moustache. Okay? He has got a great moustache. Yes, isn't he? I think it's up there with Mario's moustache. I love it. <laughs> he looks, I'd have a drink with Pete, actually. He looks cool. 
Um, it's their job. To save civilization, or civilized civilians, wow. I should say, not quite civilization. Yeah, <laughs> it's their job to save the civilians. But look, think about it, guys. You know, this is this is a chemical uh, factory. There's, there's, it could explode at any times. Mm-hmm. You know, there's civilians, civilians all on different floors. They've got a big, big job on their hands. And guys, it, unfortunately, it doesn't get any easier here because. In the premises, there's a chemical called MDL. That's at the basement of the facility. Oh, no. Now, if the fire gets down to the basement, you can't... You, well... Game over, man. But you don't want that to happen. It's such an interesting game in the sense that it, it's an arcade shooter. It's got an arcade-style shooter. It's similar, I think, when I played it, it looks very similar to like Zombies Ain't My Neighbours. That, kind of, yeah. that kind of look, isn't it? So yeah. it's a top-down view... Brilliant, okay, and um, but you're not shooting zombies. You're not even shooting bad guys. Who are you shooting? Fire, fire with with water, <laughs> not with fire, not fire with fire. You shoot fire, with, fire, water. fire, with, fire. with an um, amazingly endless supply of water. Water never runs out, okay. It never runs out. It's it's madness, okay. It's absolutely incredible because the hose. You've got two options basically. You can shoot straight ahead, okay. Like I said, it doesn't run out. You shoot straight ahead, a full stream of water, or you can kind of readjust your hope, shoot on the floor make a sort of spray uh, oh, okay. and it's what, what I like about it is there's different types of fire in the game so certain fires you shoot straight ahead with your hose other fires like smaller fires on the floor you, you use your kind of, sort of mm. spray elements it's, all the bad guys it's all the bad guys are fire I would say but, I'll put a little asterisk next to the word all things things on fire things on fire yeah Cause there's, there are, those crazy robot things that are on fire that's why it's set in the future I think because there are some robots going a bit crazy and on fire <laughs> those 2010 robots I know so yeah. exactly it's I just I like the story okay so you, you, you obviously try and go down and get to the basement and there's a little twist so we have to get over here get here eventually you have to get to the top floor the mini cutscenes between yeah. where they're stuck between rooms and things That's are really right. clever yeah so you get the radio from the girl in the, the headquarters and she's kind of telling you what's going on and where you need to go and then obviously Daniel's telling you what to do and yeah and then he kind of does his weird axy chop thing on some of the fire well I, I'm not a fireman I'm not saying over here on this room is to be fair. How does an axe get but rid of fire? But he chops. Now, he yeah, chops we fire. We haven't spoken about Daniel, but he's your he's your helping hand. Where you go, he goes, and he'll try and open the path up and get his axe out and chopping fire down. Fair play. He's got some sort of magic. <laughs> he chops fire down. He yeah. does really. Yeah, it's amazing. I, in a I way, seen anything like it? He's he's braver than Pete in a way, isn't he? He gets yeah. straight in there. You know, look, there's a time limit. Each level is a time limit, and it's ticking away. And I, I, I've played the game a few times, and I've, I've never run out of time. I've never run out of time. But it has, uh, <laughs> I ran out of time all the time. Did, did you? <laughs> yeah, because I was too busy trying to put out all the fire. No, so you don't have to do that. I know you don't have to do that, but I only worked <laughs> you out. Get, <laughs> only works out like a couple Isn't of times of running out of time, putting hmm? out the fire. Is well, that the point? No, you meant to just get to the objective yeah, and save points. people. Oh, okay. but. You don't. I think you get bonus. You get bonus for how much of the fire that you clear on the level. At the end of each stage, it gives you a percentage. Oh, okay. So I get like 99 percent. I'm like, oh yeah. I was happy with that seventy percent. I just screamed. <laughs> like, it's but I like the time limit because it adds some urgency and. The, oh, you've the, got to have urgency in the game about putting out fire. Surely. Well, exactly, and the music's good as well. I don't know if you agree, guys. I talk more about music. It. Is really good. It is, and it adds mm-hmm. some attention. It's absolutely great. Now, yeah, like I said, guys, you control Pete Gray. And you're joined by your partner, Daniel McLean. Now, Daniel is invincible, and he provides backup. 
He provides backup. Clean. It was magic axe. There's other firefighters as well, which you don't control, but you've got good old Max and Walter, and they're they're helping fire fighting fires other parts of the building. And what's clever about, it, like you said, Dylan, is they always give you updates. It's like, oh, we've done this here, but we mm-hmm. can do this here. Help us over here. It's like, oh, this is broken down here. Can't go up the stairs here. Got to go around this way. Da da da. The map system's really good as well. It's really good, isn't it? And it's just such a simple but humble story. And you just want to help people. It's just some guys trying to put out the fire. Yeah, and, but and the, way, the way that they represent the bad guys with the fire is really clever. Awesome. The boss fights are like just big, like sprawling things of fire. Yeah. And like you got like flying bits of fire, you got crawling bits of fire. Yeah, and exactly. It's like it, you, you, it's you versus fire. But the, the way that they've like, done all the, bag, all the baddies. You would think it's really good. You would think it'd be quite boring. I was just shooting down fire, it's, but it's they ingenious. Make it super, they make it super interesting. It does. And I've I managed to fight all the bosses, and it's so weird. The bosses are most well. There is a few bosses where big robots to be found on mm-hmm. fire, but mainly just fire. And there's different tactics and strategies for each of the bosses. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely crazy, incredible. Uh, we haven't mentioned this yet, but you also got these sort of fire uh, water bombs. Yeah, so oh yeah, you got the water bomb. I, I, I try to save them for the bosses because mm-hmm. the bosses can be quite tricky, truthfully. But they're brilliant. You just, just normal grenade and guys, uh, you can also duck as well, can't you? If you keep one, the yeah, buttons you have down. to climb under pipes and things as well. So exactly. it's two D flat, but it's kind of double like dual layers. So you you have to crawl and crawl on the pipes and under like flames. Love, yeah, across love and it. Stuff. I, and I think so many good little touches. So for example, if you shoot it's the like heights, backdraft in and actually. <laughs> Backdraft is the way that you, you you have to finish the game. You have to actually create your own backdraft oh, to take wow. up. It's 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 so good, and you can shoot windows if you oh, hose okay. flower pots. If you if you shoot a hose, flower pots will, will hit off on the floor. Mm-hmm. Res, you can rescue civilians. Mm-hmm. Now, if you if you notice on your screen, there's a little uh, sort of heart monitor. If that goes up in mm-hmm. a certain area, you know there's a civilian nearby. Mm-hmm. You can ignore them if you want. Yeah, and I I try to rescue them, mm-hmm. and if you do rescue them. Uh, Daniel will take them off the screen and your, your, your health will be replenished mm. it's it's so so good there's not a lot of pa- there's, isn't any, isn't there, there's no power ups in the game is there no uh, no I actually think there is and I, I, I didn't realise this until right at the end but I think if you've got full health and you've got four water bombs which I never really had at the time so I kept using mm. them I tr- uh, but then your hose is, is sort of double powered until oh. you get hurt at all but that's the only power up you get you can pick up it's realistic in the sense that you know Kurt Russell doesn't get no power ups. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Does he? He's just trying to put in them fires. Well, exactly. What? It's a great game. And another thing is, it's a bit late, about halfway through the level, they keep saying about backdraft, okay? And if you get too close to so if you just open a door, yeah. you, you can you can be, you can, you can, you know what can happen, terrible. Backdraft. It backdraft. gives you, it's, it's really interesting, like a red sort of circle around the door. You know you've got a matter of seconds to run away. And I'm talking seconds, you've got to be yeah. on your ball. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's so, little touches. And what I like about it is, as you progress through the, the game, they add a little bit extra new things, don't they? Slightly different enemies, different mm-hmm. robots, different types of fire. And towards the end, you've got to, you've got to switch really quickly between your normal hose and your spray hose and duck here, duck mm-hmm. here. And I think the game could have been very, very difficult and it wouldn't have worked very well. Um, if it was, if the controls were quite clunky and hard to control, but I can't think of a game really on the SNES where the controls are just so on the ball. Do you understand? So you, you, look, you, the movements are perfect. You can move. Super responsive. It's ridiculously responsive, you know. And it's it, you do it almost subconsciously. You know the controls really well. Mm. I just found it so enjoyable actually. What do you think of the playing area? 
because I was divided on this when I first started playing with it. I thought it was too small. I think the actual level of okay. view you see, you compared it to zombies that my name yep. earlier. Yeah. That has, you can see a, a lot more of a level. True. As you're going around, whereas Fireman is quite you're quite zoomed up to the action. I agree. And the rooms that you're in aren't that big. Like well you can't see it like a lot of it. I and I didn't like that at first, but then I realised and we've talked about claustrophobia before yeah, yeah. on the podcasts. And the whole zoomed in aspect of it and the fact that you can only see a little well, bit out of the time. And, it, and when the backdrop to the intensity adds to the whole intensity yeah. of this, this kind of firefighting. I, I like I like the If they had zoomed it out, it wouldn't have been as intense. That's right. Well, if you're a firefighter in the middle of fighting a fire, mm-hmm. you only can see what's going on there. You don't know what's going on first. But see, so, such a tight view on yeah. one of those sort of scrolly 2D games can put people off. Yeah. It's like, I can't see enough can't of the see game. what's going on. It's like, oh, it's a bit... But then it's, you realise that's genius that in itself of and how yeah. it adds to that, that dynamic. Mm. I... I, I've got nothing really but good things to say about it. I, I will, if you want to do a proper review right now, give it some proper ratings. Let's do it. Is that all right? Hit uh, it. Because actually, I think it's the first ever review I've done, actually, Firecade. Is it properly. really? Yeah. The first time oh. you put some numbers down. I, I've just made, just rambled on before. But I, I, <laughs> you know what? The graphics I found were brilliant. I thought for the snares, yeah, it super pushed graphics. it to its limits. Very good, very crisp. I like the cartoony feel. Yeah, it's really appealing. It does look nice. It was. It wasn't sort of cartoony, babyish look, but you felt for the characters, yeah, didn't you? Yeah. Absolutely incredible. And I think the, the characters are really well drawn. Like I said earlier, guys, the little touches about shooting flower pots and the bosses. I give it four out, 4.5 out of 5. Wow. For a SNES game, I think it really is that, that high. Yeah. The sound, again, I think it's not bad. I think the music has a sort of good, almost like a sort of Mega Man-esque kind of feel mm-hmm. to it. You know, and it's, it adds to the, adds to the uh, tension. The music is really good. Yeah. I, I do, did find a little bit that it was a little bit repetitive. It was the same sort of mm-hmm. music every lesson, uh, every le- uh, level. Uh, the sound effects were, were goodish, mediocre, but overall I liked it. So maybe f- I'm going to give it three and a half, mm. three point five for the sound. Yeah. Gameplay, yeah. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I have to. Uh, the controls were so good. The movement of Pete is brilliant. The different attack modes I found seamless. You know, so spray here, hose here, duck here, and by you know. After a few minutes playing the game, I didn't have to look at my controller. It was all... I don't know how they did it. It was just so intuitive. sort of... Intuitive. Intuitive. That's what we like. I want to do it, guys. A perfect five in my eyes. Wowza. That's, done it. that's never done been it. done. Is it a first? That's the first. Well, we teetered on it for TMNT, well, didn't well, we? I think. You've, but, yeah. you've played it. The gameplay, I think, is just ridiculously yeah, it's smooth. it's very close to a perfect score for yeah. me. Yeah. I, maybe I'm being slightly biased. Let's round up. Let's round well, it up. Well, difficulty. Yeah, 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 we're feeling generous. Difficulty, difficulty. Um, I... When I first played the game, I put it on easy. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I put it on easy. I and I actually found that a little bit hard at the start. <laughs> <laughs> well, difficulty um, curve, Yeah, as we like to say what difficulty means at Arcade Attack. That's right, yeah. It's pretty good, I think. Mm. Yeah. It's pretty good. It, it kind of teach the first couple of levels teach you the basic Well, I think, because I only had the timer, I kind of rushed the first few levels. I thought I'd be quick. And you're right, I didn't try and put all the fires out. I probably let a few civilians... Whoops... Left in the fire. Oh, Adrian. I, I, again, I didn't want to do that, but I felt like all the time better be quick. But looking back, and if you know, if I knew later on, if you rescue people, you're helping be replenished. I probably would have known a bit. I would have, would have got more help and stuff. Um, but yeah, I like the difficulty curve because different fires come across. It gets. It does get progressively harder. I um, I did manage to actually complete the game. 
towards well the done. end. I did, and it, it took a while. I took a little bit of luck actually, but I but uneasy. I could be uneasy. And talking about longevity, then we said earlier, guys, there's two difficulty settings really. There's hard, there's easy and medium. It's a relatively short game. Okay, I finished the game in about an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay, an hour and a half. Not bad for us. And I think I would play it again though. Okay, mm. I've completed it. I loved it. I want to play it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? The thing that let me down a bit, and the thing that I remember putting it in, so I said to my wife Becca, I said, "Look, let's play this game." And I assumed it was a two-player game because I'd seen pictures about two firemen on the screen. How but great would it have been as a two-player game? That's the thing that lets it down a little bit because it looks like it should be a two-player mm. game. Someone could control Daniel. Yeah. Another person controlled Pete. Can you imagine that? Oh, Especially yeah. if they got different. Sure, yeah. it couldn't have been too you're... much of a stretch to make yeah. it. Yeah. One of you could chop that fire with your axe. Yeah. Well, that's what the we're other thinking. Guy could have the hose. I mean, with the backpack with the never-ending water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's. I'm going to give longevity still free because I still think it, you would go back to it. It's still quite an original, fresh mm-hmm. game. I still think it's got the two difficulty settings. I just think it's missing that kind of uh, t- two-player mode. Mm-hmm. Overall, then, if I give it an overall score. Ooh, drum roll. I, I went into the game because I already heard some good things about it already. And I thought, well, let's check it out. And it did not disappoint. It, did, did, it was up there with one of the sort of... You know, even just playing it a few, month, you know, a few weeks ago, it's such a fun game to play. It, it is brilliant. I, I think the story is simple but gripping... I would give it a four out of five. Bow. I, I liked it a lot. I really did. Pow. Do you think that's a fair, guys? I mean, yeah. I mean, I I can't see too much wrong with it, really. I definitely recommend that our listeners try and play it on an emulator or something. It's expensive to buy. How expensive? I should have done some research, but I know yeah, it's expensive. Sorry, it's a few haven't. years ago. When well, I, well, it didn't make your list, and I think the bottoms of the list was about. Oh, 50 quid? Yeah, about 50 quid. So, so you've got to pay, you'll probably pay at least 50 quid. If you want to buy it in the box and so forth for great conditions, it's going to cost you even more. But yeah. try it. If you ever see it as an opportunity, get it. Okay, definitely. There was actually a sequel. Before I wrap things up ah. completely, there was a sequel. Mm. Again, not very well known. Uh, not very, And it was released in 1995 on the PlayStation. Woo-hoo. And it was called oh. The Fireman 2, Pete and Danny. <laughs> <laughs> that was Danny now, is it? Now, again, I haven't played the sequel, but again, I've heard very good things about it. Oh, I didn't even know it existed. Yeah. I, I, I How really on earth did we get that? We don't, can't get that now. We can't get well, the PlayStation Fireman 2. I want to play it. <laughs> I want to play that, do you know what, like, was that a worldwide release or Japan? I, I don't know. Really didn't hit, I've never I bet it was that. limited release. It's probably well, I bet they put it out in the States where they didn't even know about Fireman yeah, 1. Yeah, can you imagine? So no one bought it. Yeah. Can you imagine? Right. The ignition factor. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I thought that that's the original Fireman game. And then I realised there was another one there. The ignition mm. factor. Now, <laughs> I'm going to be very short and simple here. Maybe I'm being a bit harsh on the game. But I gave it a quick go. Similar similar type of game. You've got to put out fires. I just didn't like it. Oh. Isn't that more of a simulation, though? Yeah. It's more realistic, probably. And you, ha- you get different hoses and different types of fire extinguishers. I've heard that's more of a simulation than just a fun arcade thing. Yeah, I so. think it's more realistic. Yeah, I, I didn't like the graphics either. It, it tried to be a bit more kind of more, reali- more realistic. realistic, and it just uh. didn't didn't have the same appeal. So again, I maybe I've been harsh in the game. Didn't give it a really good chance, truthfully. But the fireman. Do we know which which came out first? Was it before? Or I after? think um, I, I don't know. They're oh. both from the SNES. I think they were released at very very similar times. Oh, okay. If I'm being honest, they might have both been '94. I don't probably. It could have been um, again. 
can't say for certain. But the fireman, whew, I, I'm a massive fan. It's a hot one. It's a hot one. <laughs> it's a hot one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Check it. So, as a riposte to that obscure SNES game, Keith is now bringing his own, own obscure SNES game. game. I am. It's, it's so, not the ignition factory, is it? <laughs> it is the ignition. Demon's Crest. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yeah. Demon's Crest. Demon's Crest. Demon's yeah. Crest. So, ring any bells? So, uh, no, not for me. <laughs> but it clearly has a very good story and very poignant <laughs> memory for you. So, Is how that? did yeah? How did you find out? How about did I find out about this obscureness? Was it a game yeah. that you played as a kid? And yeah, you, you, you were like the only person in the UK that played it's it. It's kind but... of an emotional story. <laughs> yeah, um, but basically. When we thought up this idea to do this obscureness type of podcast, I sat down, you wrapped the computer, <laughs> I went on YouTube, I typed in obscureness. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a movie. You should make this into a movie, that story. <laughs> and that's basically it. You, you, you YouTube obscureness game. Come on, man. <laughs> Demon's Quest. <laughs> What? It's pretty I obscure. I've never, never, never heard of it either. So, do you guys remember? You must have played Ghouls and Ghosts. Yeah. 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 Mega Drive. Do you remember playing Mega Drive? Did you what play Doys? Maybe you played Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Yeah, I used to play. I think I did Amiga as well. Uh, I liked it. Do you remember the annoying red flying thing? It was like a ghoul, like a gargoyle type thing. Oh. I do. I do remember it. It was really annoying, and it, you know, he always killed Arthur. Oh. But anyway, it turns out he had a name. Oh, he has a story. Is he called he has Red a Story Team? to tell. Wow, his name is Firebrand. Oh, hello, Firebrand. And is that one word or two? I imagine it's one word. Firebrand. This <laughs> is his name, Mr. Brand. It must be one word, <laughs> and this is like Fire Hyphen Brand. <laughs> it's posh. I don't know. Anyway, he actually had three of his own games. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What? So, we, I mean, we're talking about Demon's Quest, which came out on the SNES in October 1994. Yeah. Um, yeah. Should it should say as well, as it was based on this character from Ghouls and Ghosts, it's a Capcom game. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> lovely. Love it. I right. feel like I've just booted up Steve Platter too. Get your heart out, smooth and cool. Um... Gargoyle's Quest. Gargoyle's Quest. Gargoyle's Quest. Gargoyle's Quest. Sorry. Originally came out on the Game Boy. Oh. That's actually a pretty cool game. I've actually played that. Mm. Not bad. Platformer. Blah, 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 blah. Gargoyle's Quest 2 came out on the NES. Mm. And rather than calling this one a Gargoyle's Quest 3. They call it. Or call it Gargoyle's Quest at all. Mm. It's Demon's Quest. So not Quest, it's Crest. Yeah. So yeah, so it's like... They didn't want to say Quest yeah. anymore, so they said <laughs> So even if you had like a vague recollection of those games and you could go, oh, this is part of that series. No. Or if like you might have played Gargoyle's Quest and thought, mm. oh, I really like that game. Mm. You'd have no idea that Demon's Quest was mm. anything to do with it. So that's kind of it. I don't really that might understand why they be a reason why it's obscure then, because... Maybe. It just sort of went Maybe. past your by, possibly. Mm. But it's, um, it's one of those games that I'd never really heard of, hence being mm. obscure. But I'm surprised I haven't heard of it. It's a, it's a really good platform game. Yeah. It's by Capcom. Big name. Of course. Um, 
and it's 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 got a really cool it's the kind of thing that appeals to me it's got a really kind of cool gothic atmosphere the way the game starts is crazy scary it is I love the it start is. of the game the, the start of the game is really good um, basically uh, the story the, the title of the game gets its name from six magical crests that fall into the demon world and these crests grant their owners magical powers yeah. now an evil demon I don't know if there's any other kind to say a demon a demon named Phalanx 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 that's not a bit of Phalanx that was a bit of Phalanx <laughs> Phalanx took five of these and Firebrand took the other one and Firebrand's goal is to collect the other five crests and defeat Phalanx yeah it's a simple quest yeah simple enough go Firebrand we like go Firebrand, Firebrand. Um, and at the start of the game you're being chased by this dragon thing now, I don't know if this happened to you guys when you played it. I got killed straight away because I didn't realise that the intro had stopped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that I could move. Yep. So the dragon came straight I got out. killed about yes. ten times and before I realised what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's really cool and I kind of like that because it's almost like it's thrown you into a boss. It's, it's a straightforward fight, but it's thrown you into a boss fight straight away. That's what I yeah. thought. What game does really that? Cool. I don't it's a very difficult boss yeah. fight. I mean, I don't understand the game. <laughs> Come on. don't really know the controls. You don't really know what's going on. Let me play the game. Be straight in there. And he, he chases you. You know, he, Firebrand's basic attack is just his fire breath. Yeah. And you, you, you defeat him. You think he's dead. And then you move into the next bit of the level. And then, da, 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 da. and then his head comes through the wall oh. and it, you just have to finish him off um, And but then basically from there Firebrand's quest continues and okay on the face of it it's pretty much a standard SNES platformer it's good looking it's very pretty it's I like game. the graphics yeah. it's got kind it's of got a murky one of the atmosphere best. But it's it's, I'd say it's one of the I'd say and right. I like bold things bold statements it's one of the best games I've ever seen on the SNES Practically wise. looking. Mm. That's a top notch, actually. Are you sure. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna point it. I'm gonna point at the microphone point again. The microphone. Just That's to emphasize point the your microphone. point. No one can see you doing that. I'm saying, listen to me now. You look at this game. <laughs> it will entertain your eyes. <laughs> I said it. You said it. You said it. <laughs> um, and so yeah, on you go into the world. It's got your usual platform elements. Firebrand. He can jump. He can. He's got stuff. Glide, in his arsenal, kind of... yeah, that makes it slightly different from the norm. Yeah. So you can cling to walls, mm-hmm. um, and you can sort of jump and cling to walls, which is Zool esque. Like, a little bit of Zool. <laughs> oh man! Um, yeah, and he can glide as well. So you can jump, tap the jump button again, and he'll yeah. he'll mm. hover. Yeah, he'll hover. hover in place, and you can move left and right. And you can shoot while you're hovering. You can fire while you're hovering. I yeah. I like that little touch. I think those little things yeah. really made it quite interesting. He can't. In his normal mode, if you like, we'll get into the different gargoyles mm. and stuff. But Firebrand, as he is, he can't go up or down. No. But it's it's clever because you, if you judge when you press that, so if you press it at the very height of your jump, mm. or so you know you can. I mean, for the first, you can bypass most of the first level if you get that. If you jump to the mm. and uh, hover at mm. the top of your jump. You can sort of go right over the enemy's heads. That's how I did the it. Level. I quite like that at times, especially when I kept dying on the first level boss and hmm. going back to the beginning. I could just skip to the end. But he can do that. Um, he's got his fire breath as well. And you can dispatch. You dispatch the usual kind of enemies. 
Mm. Ghosts, your goblins, your monsters, the scary spiders. And you can, you can yeah. smash uh, statues, can't you? You smash statues. Yes. And things cool. Yeah, you've got another attack as well. Yeah, he kind of almost he turns to sort of attack the background. Yeah, I'm gonna attack the background. Yeah, smash. Yeah, which took me a second to work out what the hell was going on. There. Yeah, it looked like he's showing your back to you. Yeah, well, when, you, when you, you reach the first level boss as well, it's a statue, isn't it? Yeah, and it doesn't just come alive and attack you. You <laughs> actually have to kind of wake it up. That's right. I don't yeah. know why he would do that. Why didn't surely he just? Why just creep on past? past. Yeah. yeah, sneak past, mate. It's stealth. Just be a bit, you know, a bit more solid snake. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so we talked about the crests. These crests represent the different elements. So you've got earth. Fire, mm. water, wind. Now, there's two others. I, I don't really know if they're classed as elements. I think those are the four elements. Do you know what the other two are I in the game? Uh, he- I know okay. heaven's one of them. Heaven. <laughs> the element of heaven. Element of heaven. Maybe um, hell. Is that the other one? That would make sense. Yeah, the other one is time. Time. Okay. So time and heaven. The time element. Yeah, of course. And the heaven element. So obvious. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember them from Captain Planet. Earth, wind, and no, fire. time. I would have been better than heart. Yes, it would have been better than heart. <laughs> oh, um, and the, the different quests can change Firebrand into different gargoyles, giving him new powers. So the wind quest, when you've collected that, you can turn into where's his name? I haven't got his name. A guy with lots of wind. Well, no, but he Me. Can, no, but he can fly properly. <laughs> it turns into a blue gargoyle, and he's now got the power to fly. So, as well as the hovering, if you tap the jump button, he can go up. Hey. It's very helpful because in one of the levels, it's inside of like a tower. Yeah, go up. And uh. I tried to do it as normal firebrand no. with the cl- with the uh, grip in the wall. No, and is it doable? These stupid ghosts keep appearing, but they, uh. they're constantly respawning, so you no. kill them. And as soon as you try and jump, it's like, no, you can't do this. You can't do this that. Gonna work. Did you, you need the correct... Did you not make... When you finish the level, you get that weird 3D flying view, don't you? Yeah. Yes, there's some Mode 7. Yeah. Mode oh, 7. Yeah. Sort of pilot wings-esque. It is. It's very pilot wings-esque. I quite like it. It makes a nice little change. And you can go... To, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Right. You can go... I don't even go to different levels, but mm. you, can, you can traverse to different sort of like shops and RPG elements can't you like you can yeah, it's, power ups so you've got power ups is potions um, your usual kind of health and stuff like that yeah. and talismans and weird I don't know what the endings are because I didn't get that far but apparently the different items and things you have in your inventory like the talismans that you might be carrying they can mm-hmm. actually influence the, the ending the oh game. really yeah so there, there's, a, good, there's a bit more to it than your average platformer um yeah, the, the fact that you've got different types of gargoyle that you can turn into with different powers and different strengths. Um, I may have cheated and found some cheat codes. Because <laughs> I wanted to play as the legendary gargoyle. Oh, what's his name? Legendary gargoyle. <laughs> legendary. <laughs> El gargoyle. El gargoyle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He is legendary gargoyle. He's kind of like a purpley pink colour. Um, he's got like what a bazillion hit points on his life bar thing. Um He's just got super powerful attacks. Cool. Yeah. Um, it wasn't really much different to playing with Firebrand. But yeah. um, I just want to check it out and just see, see a bit more of the game. Um, but yeah, the, part, the in between levels is like a Mode 7 flying That's thing. great. You can pick, fly from level to level. It doesn't really clearly show you where you're going, does it? No, I got a bit lost. It's actually. not like, okay, now I know this is the next yeah, level. Yeah, the view is a bit limited. Yeah. And so as soon as you sort of fly and turn around, it's like, well, what level is this? Yeah. Where am I going? Yeah. I don't know. It's a bit <laughs> Just fly around until you find something. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
there's there's there's, there's secret passages as well, um, and I think it's 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 the, the levels are really well designed. Although there were a couple of irritating platformy bits, mm. I'm one who tends to yeah, I wasn't with I wasn't platforming. extremely enamoured with the game the gameplay as nice as it looks to me. Oh, I liked it. I thought there was little bits, bits that could be improved, but I quite enjoyed the, the game. Yeah, play. it's far, it's far from perfect. Um, yeah. yeah, there was a section in the second level in the cave. The platform you had—I mean, you had to use your oh, brain yeah. and work out which which bit of the platform you, you you're going for. So you can you can kind of cling to the side of it, and but the, 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 I don't know the timing the of it all, and the design was a bit a bit harsh, a bit harsh. Say. Yeah, and again, one of my pet hates we've talked about before is constantly respawning enemies. Mm. Oh, I hate respawning enemies. It's right. like oh, okay, there's there's a weird spider thing on this wall. I'll shoot him, then I can jump and cling to this piece of wall. Yeah. No, you'll shoot him, and by the time the platform you're on is in position for you to jump over there, he's respawned. He's back again. <laughs> damn and it. He's going to hit you, and you're going to fall all the way to the bottom, and you're going to oh, say, Enough! It. Enough! Um, but yeah, I mean, it mixes it up with the different gargoyles, so there's flying sections. Um, mm. You get the ability to smash through rocks so that you can go into different sections that you wouldn't be able to mm. otherwise. Um, you know, the kind of, it wasn't like a new concept. You know, no um, different different uh, attributes. The so hovering get through to different... was clever. I thought I like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's um, it's something different, I suppose. Yeah. It looked great. The graphics were incredible, actually. The graphics are really nice. Yeah. It's got a really nice gothic look. And you got some um, ratings, brother. We we'll get to the ratings. We we'll get to the ratings. Um, I think it's a a really good SNES action platformer. Obscure SNES type. Obscure SNES title that they found all on my own. It's a nice story. It's, it's not great, but I, it just, I, for me, it just made a, a change from all right, great games, mm. like your castle bits, Super Castlevania, which I love, stuff like that. Just something different, still that kind of moody, horror, gothic thing yeah. going on, um, but just something a little bit different. Um, scores, I don't know, graphics. That's, yeah, we say four. Four by five. I like the graphics. Four by five. You were pointing at the microphone to say that. <laughs> <how nice. laughs> I pointed at the microphone. You did. Did a point um, to get an extra half a point. Right, four and a half. Then. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> sound. I wasn't really blown away by the sound effects. Mm, the sound. Yeah. The sound design wasn't amazing, but it was alright. It had the su- it had suitably gothic music. Yeah. And it, suitably it, gothic. It fit. You know. It, it was gothic. It, yeah. It it was it was right. I, I'd say. Yeah. Three for that. Um, gameplay. I, I like the variation. Just wasn't groundbreaking, but just something a little bit different. So it had those, the, you know, the in-between levels where you, you know, you can select where you're going and you do a little bit of mode seven flying, a little bit of showing off the SNES hardware. I wish you could fly up and down though, or you could shoot up and down maybe. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Just being able to shoot on the one. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, that's one of the things. Uh, yeah, just shooting on the one plane that can be annoying. Mm. But that was annoying, especially in the boss fights. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of jumping, hovering. Oh, I'm not quite at the right hop. Jump, yeah. Fall down, jump again. And, yeah. Um, but the, you know, there's enough variety once you've unlocked some of the other gargoyles mm-hmm. or you found cheat codes to unlock <laughs> the other gargoyles. That's you know to to make it a bit more interesting. Um, and I suppose you know if you were going to go to the effort again, but if you bought it back in the day, you mm. would go to the effort of trying to collect the different talismans and trying to unlock the different endings to see what happened. So, mm. um, 
gameplay. I'll say three again. Yeah. It's, it plays well. It plays well. Um, it's it's alright. Yeah. It, play, it plays well enough. Um, and there's enough variety to make it worthwhile, I think. Um, what do we say after gameplay? Difficulty, Difficulty curve. Difficulty curve. It's, quite, it's, steep. It's, a, it's a bit all over the place. Yeah. yeah. The first boss is quite tough until you've learnt the pattern. Mm. Um, there was bit, like I say, there was bits in the second level that were a bit irritating. Mm. Two, two, two and a point half. Five. Two and a half. Yeah. yeah. Um, longevity. Longevity. I think, I mean... Oh. It's very pretty. It's very pretty. Oh yeah, it's very pretty. It has a nice atmosphere, and I think again, if if you've got into it, the multiple endings, yeah, the if different you're in that kind of mood, to unlock, yeah. you want to keep playing. You can now, invest. You could invest nice time thing. in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not going to grab. But some people don't like that kind of the, the kind of look or the kind of dark atmosphere. Mm. They might not come to come back to it. Damn. If you do, I think yeah, I think come I'll <laughs> give that a three. Give that three. Overall. Overall. <laughs> I think we're going to land on a three, aren't we? Three. Good. That's what I would say when if it was a written three. Good. <laughs> not good. great. <laughs> Certainly not terrible by any means. But it's yeah. just something a different. A different platformer. Mm. So for, yeah. for me, the, 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 uh, back in those days, so many bog standard average Cuddly mm. cute platformers. I quite like something about some demons and gargoyles. Mm. On the snares. On the, on the snares, which yeah. it, we were usually talking about cuddly, fluffy, yeah, yeah. happy. Yeah. Sounds more like a Mega Drive game, to be fair, but yeah. snares yeah. owners Absolutely. wanted gritty as well. And they yeah. can have it with they can have it with demons, demons Quest. Quest on the Super Nintendo entertainment system. <laughs> <laughs> Two great games. Yeah. If I had to buy one. One great game, one Yeah. Good. Game. Good. Yeah. Good. If you had to buy one of them, it'd be fine, it'd be wouldn't fine. it? Yeah. If you, yeah. If Although you, I don't think Demon's Crest would hurt your wallet quite as much. No. Probably not. Probably no. not. And if you had a fire, you'd probably learn more skills in the fireman than a demon. Well, yeah. Firebrand spits fire, so. Oh yeah, they could have a face-off. Face you guys, you guys, you guys inadvertently brand. did a face-off. Face-off. My money's on Pete. I don't know about you guys. Pete. I'd probably back. Trump's fire. That's done.
Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else, you can tweet us at Arcade Attack UK, at Keith Barlow82, and at Arcade underscore Adriano. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Arcade Attack UK. Please check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness, interviews, reviews, features, top tens, etc. And you can also find all our previous podcasts there. Our podcasts are available to stream from the website and from SoundCloud and are available to download for free from Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes where you can also leave us a review and a rating which we would really, really appreciate. So until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon.